Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays for December the 13th, 2019. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'd like to wish everyone a very happy Indianesian New Santara Day. Well, we're all, frankly, quite exhausted from all the New Santara celebrations that have been going on around here. However, we're not too exhausted for us to give you a whole boatload of free picks here over the next hour or so on the show. We are broadcasting live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you'd like to find us, very simple. Just put hashtag Parlay Radio or search any one of our social media platforms. If you fill in the comments section, well, we'll see if you're in the studio and we'll put it up on the screen and we'll bring you into the show. Here's what we got today. Coming up in the first segment, I'm going to do one of my favorite segments with our star handicapper, Al uh, Capone at Minos. Uh, we're going to talk English Premier League football. We've got three great matches for you, including a little MNF for you. Then Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus will join us. We're going to talk NBA and college basketball. We're going to talk Pelicans, Sixers, Lakers, Heat, Clippers, T-Wolves, and for college basketball, Nebraska, Indiana. And then our really popular segment, we're going to get right to it. We're going to do a little NFL rapid fire as we get ready for the weekend of NFL football. I'll be joined by Sean Higgy Smalls-Higgs and Tony L. Tigre Tellez. We're going to break down the Dolphins, Giants, Steelers, upon me, Eagles, Redskins, Jags, Raiders, Browns, Cardinals, Rams, Cowboys, Falcons, Niners, Bills, Steelers. Oh, I'm positively out of breath after all that. And you will be too after we give you all of these free picks. The NFL Rapid Fire segment is 14 minutes to build your bankroll. So if you have a pen and a paper, you may want to get ready for that. That's going to be coming up for the last segment of the show. All right, that's what we got on tap today. Just a reminder, currently on our website, picksandparlays.net, we have an incredible holiday sale for you. That's right, 15% off everything on the site. Fill up your basket, you greedy little boys and girls. That's right, with all those pick goodies, our expert picks, we're going to give you 15% off. Use a promo code GIFT. All right, I'm going to step aside, gather my thoughts. Well, I'll be quite honest, I'm going to gather my thought. I'm not having too many of them these days. And I'll be right back with Al Capone and Ninos. Don't go anywhere. All right, thanks for sticking with us here on Picks and Parlays. I'm Nick Gieber. Twitter me at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I promised you some football European style, so let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. Bring in my friend, star handicapper, Al Ninos. Al, you ready to call, talk some Premier League football with me? Always ready. All right. Well, I tell you what, Al, let's start, shall we? Um, a couple, we've got three really nice matches here. I want to start with Burnley-Newcastle. This one's at Turf Moor, Burnley at home. Uh, if you're, by the way, if you're confused, football, global football, soccer, is done with the home team always goes first. I know it's kind of reversed here. Uh, so here is Burnley-Newcastle, means it's at Turf Moor, means Burnley are home. Burnley 13th in the table. Newcastle couple spots above them, 11. This is a mid-table clash by any different definition of that. Burnley have lost their last three games, though, to Palace, City, and Spurs. And while they probably weren't expected to win those, 
they have conceded 11 goals in those three games, and that's of concern, and that's very unusual for a Sean Dyche team. Uh, they have also scored one goal in the last three games. So scoring a problem, conceding goals a problem, admittedly, the quality of the teams they're playing a little bit higher than maybe the Newcastle. Newcastle, they've only lost one in the last five with wins against Sheffield, Southampton, and Bournemouth. And of course, uh, that incredible point they picked up with that very unlikely draw against Man City. Uh, look, I, I think uh, Newcastle have righted the ship. They've got a decent squad. They've got great supporters. They've got a good manager. Um, I actually, for this one, for me, Al, I'm smelling draw right now. Burnley plus 108, Newcastle plus 290, plus 243 for the draw. We've got two and a half goals. I think 243 for the draw. I'm probably going to take that all day long. Yeah, uh, again, that's a great bet. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if this one ended in a draw at all, but I do like what I'm seeing out of Newcastle lately, and uh, I'm just going to take them plus the half goal, and uh, that's uh, minus 114, and uh, cash if we draw, and uh, cash in case they pull the uh, little upset off. Yeah, you see, look, here's the thing, Al. You're a much smarter sports better than I am. I get the sniff, and then I just go for it, like... And, you know, it's fine. You're going to hedge. You're going to do all the right things you should do as a sports better. For me, I, I just look at this plus 243 number. I'm thinking new Ferrari. I don't know. Uh, you know, looks good to me. I like the draw. I also, by the way, wouldn't be terribly surprised if Newcastle went to Turf Moor and won this one also. So <laughs> right. that wouldn't be, that wouldn't knock me backwards off the seat either. Uh, the question is, uh, it's going to be a score draw. I think this is going to be a 1-1. That's my take, my pick on it. And again, can't blame you for going for the big payout. Nothing wrong with going for that either. All right, let's uh, next up, uh, let's talk about another match. This one on Saturday. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers against Tottenham Hotspur. This one at Molyneux, Tottenham away. Wolves, have, uh, Wolves, by the way, what a great story this season, continuing on their success of last season. It looked really shaky earlier. They have only lost two games all season, and they had that disastrous early season start that saw them only get four points out of 18 they were really being draw specialists early on in the season. And that landed them in the drop zone. Lots of discussion about it, of course, about what they were going to do, change a manager. But now they're unbeaten since the middle of September in the last 11 games. Uh, but however, they don't beat the biggest teams, which they don't have to, by the way. They just So if they're beating teams that are underneath them and they're not necessarily beating the teams above them, Spurs, now that they've got Jose Mourinho, they're back on form, and I would suggest to you Spurs, probably one of those teams that, that, they, that they probably won't beat. I really like what Mourinho's done in taking this existing squad and reinvigorating them, giving them, breathing a little life into them. They're 3-0-1 since the special one took over. They put five past Burnley over the weekend, and they look ready to fight for top four position. However, let's be honest, Wolves, not Burnley. Uh, I got Wolves plus 238, Spurs plus 120, the draws plus 291. Two and a half goals is the consensus. Uh, I'm just going to give you what I got, Al, then I want to hear your take. I'm going to take the, uh, the away team. Uh, I'm going to take Spurs on this one. Plus 120, and I'm going to say over. I don't know what it pays, but I'm going to take the over on it. Yeah, so as you're saying, uh, both teams playing real well right now. And uh, I do expect both teams to score in this yep. one. So uh, if your book does offer that bet, that's a pretty good one there, too. Uh, I do also like Tottenham and uh, if I had to pick a side, 
But my favorite play definitely out of the three is the over in this one. I have to agree with you on your picks. But yeah, definitely my favorite play is the over. Then I'd go both teams to score. And then uh, thirdly, I'd go... Uh, yeah, like the little prop bet, both teams to score, right? Yeah, yeah, I do yeah, like yeah. it in this one. Yeah. Uh, I actually. I mean, the Wolves have been playing some great soccer too. So, I mean, I think they do get to score in this one. Oh, for and, sure. It's 2-1, yeah, it's 3-2. It's, yeah. it's I mean, those are the two score lines I see here. So either one will put you in heavy over territory. So good stuff. Uh, and lastly, I know everybody's been waiting eagerly to hear it because it's such a popular event here in the United States. Monday Night Football, of course, uh, except I'm talking about Crystal Palace, Brighton Hove Albion at Selhurst Park. Different type of Monday Night Football for you, I know. But that's what we're talking right now. Um, Palace have settled into the season nicely at this point. You know, Roy Hodgson, uh, Unky Roy, he's, he's not exciting. He's not trendy. He's not hip. He is a very, very steady hand, though. Uh, they're doing what they need to do. Speaking about beating teams that they should, this is exactly what Crystal Palace have, are doing. Uh, they, their losses this season have come to Spurs, Man City, Chelsea, Leicester, and Liverpool. They did have that really disappointing draw at Vicarage Road, Road last week against Watford, which was a bit of a surprise. But this is at Selhurst Park. I really like them at home, particularly guys like Luis Zaha you know, really wanting to, uh, um, you know, showcase themselves with the January window opening up. Brighton have been a bit all over the place this season. You know, Graham Potter, he's got a decent squad. They're not great. They're 2-1-5 on the road for away from the Amex. Uh, Palace opened at plus 118. They're at plus 153 now, I saw. Uh, I, I'm going to take that because uh, I think Palace home team are going to win. I'm actually going to take 2-0 Palace. Uh, total goal consensus on this is two and a half. So that would be an under. Al, uh, far away. Uh, yeah, so uh, Palace coming off that disappointing nil-nil uh, draw to uh, Watford, you know, of all teams, uh, after two two wins, though. So I do expect them to bounce back after that little disappointing draw there. And uh, But Brighton's also been playing a bit better lately. And uh, they got their payback against Arsenal. That's a pretty decent win for them. Yeah. Um, they managed to dry, get the draw against the Wolves. That's also not a bad result there. And um, But still, all that being said, I still don't think they're as good a team as Palace. And I do like the plus money with Palace here. Uh, I'm not sure I see a 2-0 win here. But no. I think it might be a bit closer than that. Okay. Uh, but uh, but you yeah, thinking like, like are you thinking like one nil, or you think actually Brighton are going to score, make it two one, in which case it will be heavy oh, over territory. That's tough. The way these two teams have been playing lately, maybe a one. I don't know, one nil, maybe maybe two. I and mean, I'm not crazy about the under two and a half. That's pretty low for an under for me. Yeah, and well, it I is, but it's pretty juiced teams... that way too. Because right. I don't think I don't think the books expect many goals to be scored in this one. That's for well, sure. but. By the way, uh, Crystal Palace have actually conceded fewer goals than Manchester City this season. So, you know, they are defensively a very, very strong team. Brighton having a little bit of trouble scoring, too. They're not scoring a whole bunch of goals. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just not seeing a goal fest here at all, which is why I said no, take no. the under. But I think you pointed out to me before the show that there's no value really in the under right now, right? No, it is very juiced to the under. I think I saw that at uh, minus 153, so, yeah. Yeah, Whereas uh, no, Palace plus 159 sounds uh, like a much better bet to me. Yeah, Pat, yeah, it's 159 now, and that is uh, getting uh, yeah, juicier as we now. go along. Right, so there you have it. Uh, those are our picks. If you want to find out more, uh, you can always listen to me because I'm on the air every day on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, 
bringing you uh, Premier League football five days a week on uh, national syndicated radio. Also, of course, uh, Sports Byline Network as well. And you can find Al Ninos at our website, picksandparlays.net. He's there all the time. Get his picks. I recommend them highly. Go pick up Al's picks right now. Load up your shopping basket with his expert picks, and you can get 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. Okay, when we come back, I'm a little hungry. What better way to assuage the burning hunger than having a big chicken dinner? Coming up next, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Chip Chirimbus will join me. We're going to talk NBA and college basketball. And let me tell you, Chip, he's hot right now. You're going to want to listen to this one. Picks and parlays. Nick Eber. I'll be right back after this. We're going right now. All right, welcome back. Picksandparlays.net. I'm your host, Nick Eber, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every week day, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. on the left coast. And we stream live throughout the day at picksandparlays.net and also on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to find us there, very easy. Just hashtag Parlay Radio or search us in the search box and you will find us. And if you want to participate on the show, what better way than to fill out the comments section and we'll see it here in the studio and put it up on the screen and respond to it, provided it's not too rude. Now, some rude is okay. Uh, too rude, definitely out of the question. Once again, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Indonesian New Centara Day. Been a big day of celebrations here around the Picks and Parlays office and the Picks and Parlays family. We're all quite uh, well imbibed and lubricated. And uh, let's talk. Coming up right here, I have our good star handicapper. Chip, chicken dinner, Chirimbus. We're going to talk a little NBA and college basketball. Chip, yep. you're on fire these days. Doing well. Well, I'm hitting with my best bets, which is the way to go, and that's where I hang my hat. Five and two in um, college basketball right now. And uh, tomorrow, meaning today, is another big winner for us in NCAA action. Yeah, we're going to talk Nebraska-Indiana, but let's hold right. off on that one, yep. shall we? Let's take, the, take care of the NBA first, and uh, we're going to deal with the... Uh, Two L.A. teams and uh, the team from New Orleans. New Orleans. Shall we do that first? We'll do the New Orleans. Let's first. talk about the Pelicans <laughs> Sixers. Uh, the Pelicans 6-19, and 9-16 and 16 against the spread. They're 0-10 straight up. Look, this is the worst streak right now in the NBA, period. They're 2-10 and 10 on the road this season, 3-9 and nine against the spread on the road as well. Derek Favors is, unlike, is uh, likely to join Darius Miller and Zion Williamson on the sidelines for this game in the Sixers. A little bit of a different situation. They're 18-7, and seven, playing some really nice basketball this season. They're 11-13-1, and 8-2 straight up most recently, a 97-92 win against the Nuggets. Perfect. 13-0 at home, Chirimbus. Yes, they are. And Al Horford, though. Uh, Al Horford is a doubt for this game, but I well, don't think they're going to need him. No, you know, it, this is a mismatch of, of great proportions here. We have New Orleans not only on a 9-10 game losing streak, they've lost seven in a row against the number, Nick, and 9-16 and 16 against the points, and they've been getting generous points all year. Still, they're waiting for Zion Williamson to come back. They don't know when he's going to be making it back at all. And in spite of all this, New Orleans against this Philly team is 3-1-1 one, and one in the, against the points in the last five meetings, and I'll tell you why. Nick, a lot of this Joel Embiid has been taking a lot of crap. We said this because he just doesn't seem to give the effort out every single night. The problem with this matchup is Embiid said he was going to make his mark against the Celtics Thursday night. So the Phillies coming off a big game, a really important game at Boston, and they're three and eight against teams 
that are under 500. They just don't seem to get up to play the big yeah, they games. Don't rise to, they right. don't rise, rise to the level. Keep, right, exactly. Right. They, they yeah. keep it, and this is where they've been. Why They're 11 and 12 against the points. Like I said, 18 and 7 straight up. And that's a, a, a perfect example of what they do when they play lesser teams. They just yeah. don't get over the number. And you just mentioned two teams I love to watch in the NBA right now in the East, which is, of course, the Celtics. And the Sixers are a lot of fun to watch as well. well the, you know, when they're playing a good team, yeah, you, you get a lot of fun. Well, I, I just love this Joel Embiid. I love his attitude. We, you know, two years ago or three years ago when, when they were babying him because his foot, his, his, he had injury, yeah, foot injuries. Yeah. And he said, let me play basketball. And that's what we want because so many guys are taking days off all the time. They give him rest periodically as well because he is kind of fragile at 7'2 or whatever he is. He's a big, big man. All right, now, we, I didn't have a line on this one. There isn't a line as of yet because of the Philly-Boston uh, result. We don't have it as of yet. Yeah, right. And um, t they're probably going to have to wait tomorrow anyway okay. to see um, if there's any implications of whether Embiid's going to play two nights in a row, whether Simmons is going to play. This Philadelphia team has this roster in and out and off the bench all the time. The question is, though, you say they play up to the opposition. I mean, the right. Pelicans aren't scoring a great deal, which I'm not expecting them to do. Uh, you know, the Sixers aren't going to exactly rack it up. So... Uh, you know, is that going to be factored into the total points, or is it, this one you it, may want to look the under on? It, it, it certainly will, but you really don't know right now because we don't know what that total is going to be. And I like to see the number and interpret what the odds makers are trying to tell us as opposed to trying to predict and beat the odds maker in another way. There's more than yeah. one way to skin a cat, and I like to see the number first. I don't skin any cats. No, I don't like cats. It's very cruel and unusual. Mm -hmm. Okay, by the way, let's move yeah. on. My favorite team, I'm a Lakers fan. Let's talk Lakers heat. Uh, the uh, Two, by the way. Great. Speaking of two great teams, yeah. you've got two of them right here. The Lakers right now, hottest team in basketball as we speak, 23-3. and three. Uh, They're 16-9 against the spread. 9-1 and one in the most recent outing was a 96-87 victory over Orlando because they're in Florida right now doing the Florida <laughs> thing. 6-4 uh, against the spread, lost 10 away from Staples Center. Uh, and Rob, by the way, solid as always. Oh, I don't know if he's talking about you, no. if he's talking about the Lakers, the Pelicans, or the Sixers, but if he's talking about me, I'm always solid, Rob. Okay. <laughs> Rajon Rondo, uh, Kyle Kuzma, they are day to day. And you know what? When you're playing a team like the Heat, you want as many of your guns as you can get because uh, this, you know, the Heat's 18 and 6. Are on a th they are on a three game losing well, streak. We'll, we'll give them that, right? Against the points. Yeah, right. And they're including a 135 uh, 121 loss to the Hawks. They're 11 and 0 at home, though. This is a great, oh, by the way. Yeah. They won that game against the Hawks. They won it against the Hawks. They scored yeah. the last oh, they 22 right. points to that game. I had Atlanta, my loser. Nah. And they were up. They were up. They were up <laughs> it happens. Yeah. And they were up six points with less than a minute to go. And I was getting eight and a half, nine, and lose the game by yeah. 14 points in overtime. Miami had a great comeback, scoring 22 straight points. And they're perfect at home. They are 11 and 0 at and home. And, and no, uh, Dragic is out. Winslow and Tyler Harrow are likely out. That's not helpful, though. Well, as long it, it does, that's not going to help them. But you know, they've got great coaching in Miami. I mean, this Jimmy Butler's there, doing a great job there. He's really filled in and meshed with the rest of the club. This Laker team has won 12 straight on the road. They've won 15 of their last 16. And you're talking about Kuzma or this guy or yeah. that guy being out. As long as you've got LeBron James running the show and you've got Anthony Davis healthy, this Laker team is going to be in every game this season. They're 22 and 3 yeah. on the year, Nick. After having a horrible season, not even making the playoffs Let me last tell you, year. After struggling through the last few years of Lakers well, basketball, it's it's wonderful to see it. Exci Look, I just like watching good basketball. So do I. I mean, it so is an I. exciting, yep. high-paced, high-scoring, never-stopping sport. 
uh, you know, okay, at the end of the game, there's a lot of tech, tech, yeah, yeah. technical, technical stuff right. that goes on. But it's a load of fun. Uh, so let's move along to the okay. next one. Speaking of exciting basketball, we're talking about the Los Angeles Clippers, 19-7, 15-11 against the spread. They're 8-2 coming off a 112-92 victory over the champion Raptors, which was a great result for them. Right. They're mixed on the road, though, Chip. Six of their seven losses have come away from L.A. Yes. Uh, Patrick Beverly is doubtful for this game. The total's gone under in four or five for them, for the Timberwolves. Ten and, uh, they're 10 and 14, 7, 14, and one against the spread. Uh, the Timberwolves yet to win in December. Ouch. The last outing was 160, 16, 127, lost to the Jazz. They're two and 10 straight up. They've gone over, though, versus the Clippers, uh, six of the last seven. Jake Lehman out. I've got uh, Clippers uh, five-point row favorites, 230-point total. Yeah. How do you see this one? Okay, I'm going to tell you, I, I have looked at this game before we came here, yeah. the five-and-a-half with the Clippers. And one thing that happens, last night we had the Clippers as our top play of the day, and they come up favored at Toronto. Toronto, yeah. the NBA champions. Yeah. Toronto has one of the best records in the league. They haven't slipped at all, even without Kawhi Leonard. And the Clippers came up favored, a team that was under 500 on the road entering that game. So we took the Clippers. They may have a little setback here um, after a big win against a team that they knew they were geared up to play, but they are 21-9, and Nick, as a road favorite. That's 70% on the road in their last 30 games. And at Minnesota, they've gone 12-4-1. Are they going to cover? Well, the, the, I mean. the number suspect, and I'll, I'll tell you, what, there's a, maybe another way to go in this game, is that the Clippers have been playing over. This 231 tells me that they're, they're really an offensive juggernaut. Yeah. Minnesota's last five games have gone over, and the six of the last seven between the Clippers and the Timberwolves has gone over yeah, the that's total. That's what I go, yeah. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that as opposed to trying to, trying Although, to beat the Clippers by taking a team that's that bad, it might be able to beat the point spread by going over the total. On the other hand... Go ahead. The total's gone under for the Clippers in four of the last five. Well, you know, on the other so hand, I that, had five fingers until I got it caught in the garage. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> College basketball, we've got three minutes. Nebraska at Indiana, the Cornhuskers, four oh. and five, three and six against the spread. Four Terrible. and five so far on the season, 0 oh and 2 on the road, 0 oh and 2 on the road, as well as against the spread. Nebraska edges the last 10 meetings between these two, 6-4. Right. to four. They're 0-9 against the spread, last nine on the road. Getting the against the spread notion. No, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Indiana, bad. though, 9-1, 7-3 against the spread. They've been perfect so far other than that loss to Wisconsin. 8-0 no straight up, 7-3 against the spread at home. They've gone over in seven of the last 10. Hoosiers, wow, 16-point favorites, 151.5 points. You know, and it's justified. 149, like I said, is the total. Their lone loss was to Wisconsin, a conference game. They are 9-1, 1-1 in the conference. This is the opening conference game for the Cornhuskers. Their leading scorer, Nick, scores 12.6 points a game. That's the top scorer yeah. for the Cornhuskers. And like you said, they're on such a terrible run against the points. They've only covered three of their last 11 on the road getting points. And usually that's a time when you may not have to win a game, but the points are compensating. You may be able it, to get under the it, number. It's so funny, by the way. You know, as sports bettors, you know, obviously against the spread, playing right. against the points is really, really important. But, you know, just as a sports fan, okay, right. if your team is not making the spread, there's a problem with the team. So you're just looking beyond sports betting here. Yes. And it's a fascinating way to look. This is not just betting terminology we're talking here. Right. You need to look because this is what the consensus says this team should, given their parts and pieces as a whole. This is what they should be doing. And if they're not doing it, well, it's not just one result or two and an unlucky draw. There's a problem with the team. Well, you know, Something this consistent, there's a problem. They're, they're, 
first off, you know, Nebraska's now playing in the Big Ten. They used to be in the Big 12 and uh, Southwest Conference. They had a little bit easier road to hoe. Mm -hmm. This Big Ten has some great basketball this year. I mean, Michigan, Michigan State um, are really good. Wisconsin's always tough. Minnesota's on the rise. And Indiana, who's been in the doldrums for a period of time. I mean, Indiana used to control college basketball when you had Bobby Knight and it was yeah. UCLA. Those days are gone. But at 9-1, 8-0 at home. 8-0 at home. Oh, there you go with the Bruins. We're not talking football, folks. We're talking <laughs> basketball. But Indiana, I think, is going to lay 16 and a half. And I don't know if Nebraska has a prayer. Nebraska does have a home game. They're hosting Purdue on Sunday. They may think they have a better chance of, of dealing with Purdue than they do with Indiana. All right, Chip Terribus, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. You can find Chip's picks at picksandparlays.net. And right now we have a special 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. Go gift yourself a whole bunch of chips picks. You will do yourself a favor and really build your bankroll. Coming up the next three hours, I'll be waxing poetically, giving you the whole history of UCLA basketball. Uh, no, okay, just kidding. Coming up next, we're going to do NFL Rapid Fire. Sean Higgy Smalls Higgs and Tony L. Tigre Tellez will join me. Be right back. So tell me, why is UCLA your... your... Oh, Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us there. We do stream live throughout the day as well, so if you'd like to pick up some extra tips and extra picks, what a great place it is to go. Well, I promised you 14 minutes. It will build your bankroll, so I'm not a liar. Not this, India, not this Indonesian New Centauri Day. You never lie during New Centauri Day. That's just one of the requirements. So let's do some NFL rapid fire. Joining me, star handicappers Tony L. T. Gray, Tellez, and Sean Higgy Smalls. Higgs, gentlemen, we're ready to do some NFL football. I, I thought we're, we're ready. I'm totally. I, I got the wrong notes. I thought we we're on cricket today. I'm sorry. No, no, we're gonna do. Uh, well, okay, let's start then. Monday <laughs> I thought night it was football. snooker. Was it Crystal snooker? Palace, uh, Crystal Palace at uh, Brighton. No, the Monday night. Yeah, Darts? that's the Monday night game. No, let's not do that. All right. Let's start, shall we? Nope. Uh, here no we go. Curling. NFL rapid fire going to kick it off, shall we? Jaguars at Raiders. Jaguars 4-9, against the spread. Raiders 6-7, 6-7 against the spread. Uh, Jags lost five in a row. Raiders three in a row, including that 21-24, a 42 loss to the Titans. Uh, let's start. I got Raiders favorites, six-point favorites, total 45.5. Uh, Higgy, you're up first. Right out of the gate, you go to my game that I can't give a shot on. I got on the site. Top short shot on this game on Sunday. I can't even, I can't even get into it with you right now. Right, well, out the, got... right out of the gate, I told you that was my game. Well, we've got your silence out of the way then. Okay, LT Gray, <laughs> roar, my friend, roar. All right. We're going to go here with the uh, Jags and Raiders to go over a total of 45 and a half. These are two defenses in miserable form. Past, past three games up. The Jaguars giving up 437 yards, 38 points a game. They've been pounded by well over double digits past five games. Giving up a lot on the ground. I know there's a lot of focus here on how bad the Jaguars are, but the Raiders' defense has been atrocious uh, in, that, in the past uh, three games. 404 yards allowed, 389 passing, 66% completion rate. You know, I know it's been tough for the Jaguars, but you know what? Sometimes you can lick your chops against a bad defensive team. And one thing about Gruden, I think he's more focused on the offense. He likes to win shootouts. It doesn't bother him when he wins games like, you know, you know, 38-31. He walks away with a smile on his face. Well, really good head coaches are kind of upset the defense. He's satisfied with the win. Let's go Jacksonville and Oakland over a total of 45 and a half. 
Okay, next up, the fraud against the duck. That's right, we're talking the Buffalo Bills against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why the fraud, I say? Well, they've only faced three teams with winning records. They have a nine, there are nine and four, eight, four and one against the spread. And why the duck? Well, we know about Duck Hodges. He's three and oh straight up and uh, against the spread, although he's already, uh, he's averaging only 165 passing yards with three TDs, two interceptions. Uh, Higgy, you were ruled ineligible the last selection. Why don't we start with you right now? Higgy Smalls. Go. All right, Nick said that. Well, you start me, Tony. <laughs> What's really sad is that you got two coaches here, McDermott and Tomlin, who nobody's expected much out of. They, they're not even either coaching your considerations because of what Shanahan and uh, Harbaugh are doing, putting up huge numbers. Sad. I mean, two great coaching jobs here. But looking at this game, we see Buffalo, nice 4-1-1 run as a underdog this season. I don't know. What I'm really looking at here is the total, 35 and a half. Are you kidding me? When do, This is like old school football, the 35 and a half. But as you mentioned, listen, we got a quarterback. Because I was looking at 37. Yeah, it, it was 37, 35 and a half now. Ooh, That's, okay. I mean, listen, Josh Allen is, he is what he is, you know, but... Uh, I think both of these defenses are above-average defenses. We've seen the Steelers, you know, shut down average or worse quarterbacks. So, listen, you know, 16-10, 13-6. I don't think this game – I mean, 35-and-a-half, we're going under. Under, under, under. All right, Tigre. All right, I like this game a lot. Right now, it's my best play for Sunday. Pick it up over at picksandparlays.net. Oh, ruled ineligible. Okay, <laughs> let's move along, shall we? Yeah. Two for <laughs> two, Nick. Two for two. Two for two. Well, we got them both out the way. Uh, next up, the Rams at the Cowboys. The Rams, eight and five, nine and four against the spread on a nice little two-game win streak. Actually, they're five and two with losses to the Steelers and the Ravens. The last seven, four and two away. Total's gone under in seven of the last eight. And for the boys, six and seven, seven and six against the spread. The wheels have come off this for this season, I think, with this team. They're 3-7 and seven with a 24-31 loss to the Bears last Thursday. Dak Prescott likely to make a return. Uh, I got Rams, one-point favorite, 49 points. Okay, Tigre, Raw, buddy, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams minus one. I think that blowout loss to the Baltimore Ravens woke up this team. They've come out and pounded Arizona, had a really good showing against Seattle. That was the best look they've had all season. Uh, you know, those victories averaging 502 yards a game, you have seen – improvement on that offensive line you see an improvement in the run game and when you have both those working together that means golf can be effective and that's what's happening uh, they're running for 147 yards a game past two of course the cowboys a loss to chicago you lose to mitchell trubisky that's pretty bad and he did and the cowboys gave up uh, 382 yards in that loss and trubisky a huge game throwing the football uh past three games cowboys putting only 16 points a game la's beating them in two straight take la rams minus one all right uh higgy this was a this was a minus three Dallas opener on the opening line show, Tony. And now we got them as I see up to two in some spots as a dog. And listen, you 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 let Darnold, Josh Allen, Trubisky all put points up on the board. Total's gone from forty seven to forty nine. Goff's gonna get his points, but I I'm torn on this side play here. Because Dallas got extra rest. I mean they're Scoring margin, not scoring teams by 70 points on a year. And you got revenge for the playoff game last year. So you think Dallas would be the play, but that all the money comes in the other way. 
little nervous on the side here for either way, but I think the over is definitely in play the way the Cowboys give up points, especially of late. I think Dallas is going to get their points at home in a desperate, desperate game for Garrett. I mean, he's just a ball nine lives. That guy's like a, a, a two-headed cat. He's got 18 lives in Dallas, but I'm going to go over to 49 here and maybe a lean on Dallas in the desperate, but I, I can't I can't do that. I'm just going to stick with the over here, 49, a lot of points on a Sunday afternoon. All right, well, speaking of 49, let's do Falcons 49ers. How about that for a segue, by the way? Uh, Falcons 4-9, 5-8 against the spread. They're 3-7, and seven, although the last outing was a 40-20 win over the Panthers. 2-4 and four straight up and against the spread on the road. Totals got under in 5-7 of seven for them. The Niners 11-2, and 8-4-1 against the spread. I mean, this is beauty and the beast. There's no denying it on this game. 8-2 uh, and two in the last 10. Total's gone over in five of the last seven for the Niners, so we've got an over on one and the under on the other. They're five and one at home. Uh, actually, I'm surprised that the Niners are only ten and a half point favorites on this game. Uh, I, I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, the Falcons just aren't very good. Total points, though, 48. Uh, let's start with you, Higgy. You know, actually, I actually see this some 11s and 11 and a half in some spots of this oh, game. Okay. So well, there you go. Stand corrected. That, you know, but they're all over. I mean, the shop around, you're going to get different numbers. It's just the name of the game now with sports betting legalized in the state. So you're going to get different numbers all over the place. But Atlanta, you know, 11 and a half, 10 even, 10 and a half. Uh, Atlanta's got decent offense. Number seven offense in the league, even though they just lost Ridley. And the San Fran, listen, you played Seattle on the road to Baltimore. T you know, tough game there. Then you go to New Orleans and a wild one. Here you come down to, to play a team with four wins and you got the Rams and Seattle on deck, more important games. I think you got enough offense on the Falcon side where the back door is open for us. I'm going to take the points here. I'm taking the points. Tony? Yeah, I can't argue with Sean here, but I like the over a little better. Remember when Arizona caught the 49ers after some tough games? They were able to put some points up, and the 49ers woke up in the second half. I think we have a situation here where Atlanta can strike early, get some points, and, of course, the 49ers will get yes. theirs. I like it over 48. Just as Sean said, they have been a lot of physical battles the 49ers have been into. Look at their back-to-back -back road games against the Ravens and Saints. That's a lot of hitting there with, with facing those two teams. And, you know, the 49ers at home have played to over in three of their past four. We've talked about Atlanta's improvement offensively, coming off a win against Carolina last week. You know, we look at the past four road games for the Falcons, 29 at Carolina, 26 at the Saints, 33 at Arizona, 32 at Houston. Of course, 49ers without Richard Sherman in the secondary. And uh, we're going to go ahead here and take it over total of the 48 points. All right, uh, let's move along, shall we? Next up, uh, Cleveland Browns versus the Arizona Cardinals. Cleveland, 6-7, and 5-7-1 and against the spread, coming off their huge win in the Battle of Ohio. Uh, they're 2-4 and four, uh, straight up away and against the spread. Uh, Arizona midst of a six-game losing streak, including a 17-23 loss to the Steelers. They're 3-4 and four against the spread at home. Browns favorites here, 2.5 point road favorites, total 49 points. I guess we're going to see some touchdowns. Uh, let's start with you, Tellez. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with Cleveland minus two and a half. Arizona, of course, we talked about a six-game losing streak. Really struggling putting points up there. Cardinals past two games averaging only 216 yards of offense, 12 points a game. There is some momentum here for Cleveland winning three of their past four to get within one game of 500. They do want to finish the season with a winning record. And when you look here at, at the Browns, the defense holding opponents 21 points a game over their past three, but the Arizona defense has just totally fallen apart in that three-game span, giving up 422 yards, 31 points a game. They've given up 28 or greater points in five of their past six. 
Cardinals offense 30th in the red zone with their uh, with their offense uh, 31st on third down. I got to go ahead and take Cleveland here minus a two and a half. Piggy. I'm I'm on board here with Tony said. I mean, Arizona, six straight losses. And again, what do you expect? You got a rookie quarterback. He might be hitting a little wall here. This is, you know, this is in college. You know, he's getting, in, you know, roughed up all the time here down the NFL. And let's be honest, Cleveland's a little better. I hate their head coach, but talent-wise, this is a good team. They've been bad so long. They have talent on both sides of the ball. You know, they can't put it together like some teams can, but, I, you know, there's really not much to say here. This is going to be an ugly game. Cleveland should win it. They, they still have big an outside hope for a wild card. If, you know, things break right, they got to do their own thing. So we'll take Cleveland minus a two and a half. All right, guys, three minutes, two games. Let's make this quick. Eagles, Redskins. Eagles, six and seven, four nine against the spread. Skins, three and ten, six and seven against the spread. Eagles, full-point road favorites, total points, 39. Uh, Higgy, make it quick. Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, home dog here, even though 1-9 straight up, a 3-7 ATS from last 10. They battled these guys pretty good in Philly, and Philly, we've seen them. This is not a very good team. I don't think they should be laying points. Even with Grace out, I'll, I'll take Redskins here for a shot. Tony T? I'm going to go ahead and take the Redskins. You can find four, four and a half, and five. The number's all over the place, but the Redskins have won two of three, covered their past three. Notice here with Philadelphia, short week, and they got a lot of injuries to their wide receiver position. All four are hurt right now. All right, uh, next up, 3-10 and 10, Miami against 2-11 and 11, Giants. Miami lost 12 of the last 13 on the road. Giants 0-9 straight up and 3-6 and six against the spread the last nine. They've got Giants, 3.5-point road favorites, total points 48. Let's start with you, Tony, two minutes. So one minute for you, and then one minute Go. for Sean. Go ahead and take Miami here, plus three and a half. Dolphins covered five of their past seven. They're playing with a little bit more conviction, a little more purpose. These players want to play next year. Remember, you talk about tanking, you get about six draft picks. You need 22 starters, okay? Those six guys cannot play for you uh, and start for you. So you need to find some talent here on this team, and the Dolphins are doing that. I don't want a, a Giants here on a short week. They've lost nine straight. They blew a big lead against Philadelphia. That was a game they should have had with Eli coming back. Eli goes back. The, you know, it's turned, the clock's turned midnight here. Go ahead and take Miami plus three and a half. All right, 30 seconds, Higgy. I'm, let's concur. Five of seven and seven of nine covers for Miami here. And listen, seven field goals last week in this stadium. They'll punch one in against this giant defense. Not as good as the Jets. Let's take Fitzmagic in Miami plus the points. There you have it, guys. Seven NFL games for you in 14 minutes. We've brought it to you. That's how you're going to build your bankroll. Uh, Sean Higgs and Tony Tellez. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. You can find Sean and Tony's picks on the website, picksandparlays.net. Listen, these are some of our best handicappers, and their expert picks are just sitting there waiting for you. And right now, 15% off. Use promo code GIFT. 15% off everything you will put in your basket. All right, in case you missed any of our picks today, never fear. Coming right up immediately after the very short break, uh, we'll be recapping them all for you. So if you have a chance, run out, get a pen and paper. And if you're driving, do not get a pen and paper. You can always find the show on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, right after it's over, as well as at the Believe Podcast Network. All right, I'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. We also stream throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. We've had a lot of wonderful picks today. We had Al Nino's night talking Premier League football. Uh, we had, uh, and me, by the way, not I, and we had Sean Higgs, Higgy, uh, Higgy Smalls. We had uh, Tony El Tigre Tellers. And, of course, we had Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus here with their picks. Let's start with Al Nino's and I and me 
had some picks for you, and I, there we go, I'll get it right at some point. <laughs> okay, uh, my picks. Crystal Palace, Brighton take Palace, plus 153. Wolves, Spurs take Spurs, plus 120. Burnley, Newcastle take the draw, plus 243. Alves, here's picks. Burnley, Newcastle, he said, uh, take Newcastle, minus 115. All right, next up, chicken dinner was here. Here, Chips NBA picks. Uh, Clips at Timberwolves take the over 231 and a half. And his college basketball pick was Nebraska, Indiana. Take Indiana, minus 16 and a half. And today's NFL picks, rapid fire. The Dolphins at Giants take the Dolphins, plus three and a half. These were Tony T's picks. Eagles at Redskins take the Skins, plus five. Jags at Raiders take the over 45 and a half. And Sean Higgs, his NFL picks. Rams at Cowboys take the over 49. Falcons at Niners take the Falcons plus 11. And the Bills at Steelers take the under 35 and a half. Lots of picks for you there, folks. Tons of picks. Um, I hope you got a chance to get them all. If you didn't, don't worry. You can always find them. Go to our podcast network, B-L-E-A-V. Search Picks and Parlays. You'll see it there. Or if you go to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, you will see this show replayed in all its glory. If you're listening to us on the Sports Byline Network, you can check us out on any of those online platforms and see my beautiful mug. In the meantime, I'll be back with you tomorrow. Same place, same time, same channel. Loads more picks. Be sure to stay with me. And until then, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.